through clarity. Hello, hello. Welcome to Under the Table Talk with yours truly, Sierra and Ethan. Brought to you by the Believe Network. Let's get into it. That's the neck of your life. Welcome back, party people, to another episode of Under the Table Talk. Please, please allow me to reintroduce you to your variably vibrant and victorious Sierra Speck. Welcome. Wow, okay. That was not the (laughs) response I was waiting for. Awesome guest today. We are going to be talking to Hod Hitta, who is... For some reason, I have to say that with the Boston accent. You have to say it with the Boston accent every, every time. time. I, tell me how to pronounce H A W D without it's like a Boston. it's like you just got to be a little like deep with it, like hard hitter. Okay, so cultural appropriation <laughs> on this episode of Under the Table Talk, but that no, is not. We're very excited to be bringing on Austin, or as Sierra just pronounced it in a non-Boston accent. Um, but before that, I had a question for you. Okay, what's up? Very weird situation. Okay. Um, people are getting bold. I mean, I think we knew that about the American people. American people are getting very bold. True. I am walking back from the gym. I had run there. I had worked out. I was tired. Was not showing face to be addressed. But this man pulls up next to me with an electric bike. And I was like, uh, um, okay. He may be saying hi. Maybe he's saying hi. No. Not even a hello. No one says hello in this city. No, no, no. But he goes... Are you in the market? I go, so this guy about to sell me some crack cocaine? And that was not... Like, that are was you in the not, market for what? Scooters? No, he was. He goes, are you in the market for an electric bike that is almost out of battery? I go, what? It's like, why would I want your bike that you're very clearly riding or maybe stole at this point? Because if you're trying to pawn right, this off on me... Don't put me in the middle of I this. I was like, I'm walking home from the gym here, folks. Why are you bothering me with this? And I was like... And right. I, my dumb question was like, how much charge is on it? Because I was like... Why are you offering me something that well, I can't? That wasn't even your use? first question. Why are you offering me this? I don't know. I, I obviously. Like I never you look, looked. you look nice on the scooter. You look like you're getting from A to B. Yeah, like, why a, are you trying to pawn it off? What's the catch? It's, it's a great. I mean, I, I didn't that even was ask my him. My first how, question. I know. I didn't even ask him how much it cost, but I said I wasn't in the mood for it, um, and he went on with his merry way. But I was just, I was confused. Yes, I didn't get the answer. <laughs> I didn't get the answer we were looking for. I was hoping maybe you. I don't came. think we ever will. And never will. He was trying to sell me a dead electric bike. Assuming was I was having a Was he trying to sell charger. it to you or was he trying to give it to you? He said, I'm taking the words, are you on the market? Are you, are you in the market? Are you in the market? But whatever. We know Austin's in the market <laughs> for this episode. So we'll be right back, everybody. Welcome back, party people. We are here with a very special dabbing <laughs> guest today. I guess this intro is going to have to be used as a reel. I am super excited to have my good friend on the show, Austin. But why even tell you his full name? Because you should only know him by his DJ and stage name, Hod Hitta. No R. You You add that. You better have that fucking W when you're saying Hod Hitta. Hod. Hod. You got to hit Hod out here. You know, it's not my middle name. It's not my first name. It's my full name. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Seriously, I'm excited to be on the show. Oh, we're super we're so excited. excited. I mean, honest to God, let's just go into it. I, I will get back to questions we typically ask to start, but how'd we get to hot? Like, how <laughs> and like, am, am I always saying it? Every time I see you, I feel like I have a Boston accent. It's like, let's pack the car for hot. You know, like we got hot over here. 
But instead of you say like hot, like you are but, from Boston, instead of like hard hit up, like like you know, we're just gonna keep going. But you might as well. You tell us. You tell us. We're we're gonna shut ourselves up right now. No, no. See, see, you're on the right path here with the the Boston accent and stuff because it does come from somewhat of a New England accent. You know, like New okay. York Boston accent. Yes. My my friend, uh, you know, was talking in college and he was you know saying hot hitter, soft hitter, and I was just busting out laughing. We started calling each other this, you know, on the, you know, in school. And then even up in New York City, we were up in the ACC tournament and it just stuck. We came back to school and we just started letting it go in classrooms. We just let it fly <laughs> and it just caught on everywhere. Dude, it was oh great. my God. The way I took that, though, is that you ended up being hot hitter and he ended up being soft oh, hitter. Yeah. I mean, I called him soft hitter. That's how it's kind of started. I was like, hey, soft hitter. <laughs> Bro, and that's why one of you is a DJ and the other is probably selling insurance in Encino. So, like, that's uh, <laughs> what, what a good way way, yeah. way to take the top bill there, I Austin. I hope Soft is doing well. Yeah, we do, yeah. too. Maybe we get him on the show after you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and maybe he gives you a completely different story, and then all of a sudden you're like, you know, is Austin actually the Soft Hitter? Yeah, Ooh. honestly. That would, we'd have hot to, take. We'd have to cancel this episode. Uh, we've, yeah. we've got a whole month before this comes out but you i mean yeah. yeah you'd have to take down the reel you'd have to take down everything yeah. you have to track the name you know you sue me <laughs> I Dude, mean, you're like this would be like the fire festival of under the table talk episodes yeah right here. that's it i mean we <laughs> we went we went in hard for hard hitter and now okay anyways we're really we're really we're tripping it. up on we're this let me let me do this for you because we're gonna we're gonna get into your music career and honestly not even just that, like you have one of the more inspirational stories. And on this show, we do like to find ways to like help people out who are listening, give them advice, figure out how to navigate your everyday life. And you have some really, really real experiences. But before we get there, we like to start it off loose. You know, this show has been about dating, relationships and all this other stuff. I know you just went on a date last week. My guy, you went and got that fresh fade looking sweet. <laughs> but I'm not worried about that date. I'm worried about the worst date you've ever been on. And I was wondering if you could share that with us. Okay. It does, it does put you on the spot. I apologize. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> if, if that's how you want to start off right now, man, one, one of the worst dates. Give me I, yeah, I, I'll give you the, I'll give you one of the worst dates. I was up in Boston, actually, you know, this is, this is before the hot hitter like stage name really came about for the DJ stuff. This, this is, is when right the girls I'm... are saying hot, hotter, hotter, yeah. hotter. God damn it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Put yeah, it in my clam the... chowder. Yeah, add that to the real, you know. <laughs> damn it. So, I'm out, you know, I, uh, I haven't used dating apps, man, in a long time, but I did go out with this girl off of Bumble, man, and, uh, I went out and uh, she was uh, she wanted to, you know, have a few extra drinks or whatever. And she was like, buy me a drink. Buy oh. me a drink. And she got like really aggressive with me. And oh, then okay. I, I got to a point in the night where I was like, I don't really know what okay. she wants, except maybe <laughs> to just get hammered. Like, am I supposed and, to cut her off? Like, <laughs> and, and and so I got to a point where she was like on maybe drink like six or seven. And oh, wow. I was, no, wow. I, I was like, you know, I may be a nice guy. And sometimes, you know, people like to take advantage of nice guys. But I was like, you're done. And I'm going to head I'm going to head home. And she she thought she did nothing wrong. And I, I don't you know, it's not about whether she did anything wrong. It was more so she just like buy me a drink. And we were at a place, 
we were at a place where the drinks were like 17, 20 bucks a drink. And I was like, Jesus. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. You like, you know, fancy things, but you know, I'm 24 years old and working at Oracle, you know, I'm not like, you know, money, <laughs> money's not growing on trees right now. I'm happy to do this, you know, a hundred dollar a date. So that's fine. But you know, anyways, it was in Damn. Boston Seaport. It was in Seaport. You know, Seaport. Like, she wasn't getting drink. it hotter. So it's fine. She <laughs> honestly, you should just bought her a car. You like it. Fuck it. Instead of all the drinks, you could have just got her a car. That's a, it's yeah. the same price at, at that point. There's a car. I'm going to get an Uber. You get in the car and I'll see you later. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's aggressive. I mean, I've the had, nerve. I've had aggressive nerve this woman. I was going to say, I've had aggressive dates the other manner where like they've been aggressive about something else they want. Wink, wink. But never, like, never, usually I'm the one who's six or seven drinks in and I'm like, but like six or seven is egregious. Like, I could see like sometimes like three. Like, I normally don't go past like two or three on a date, like, really ever. I, that's the, that should be the goal. That should be like the ultimate goal. After one, I'm like, is, is he like, when the server comes back, like, is he going to get another one? And does that mean, like, I should get another one? Like, or, like, I kind of want another one because the date's going well. But if he doesn't get another one, does that mean he doesn't think the date's going well? Like, okay, not, you know, now you're yeah, really, you like... Gotta, you got to be a DJ. You got to read the room. You're like, <laughs> oh. is, the music, is the music still going or are we right? done here, you know? And right. Some people, exactly. though, they just, they already have that, like, limit for themselves. They're like, I got to drive. That's fair. That's, that's like, yeah, for me, yeah. Off, yeah. Although I usually, I think, take mostly Ubers to my dates, but yeah, I, I get that. Now, in the world's best transition, you bring up music, DJing. You are a renowned international DJ, hot hitter, and we have a lot to unpack. So I'm actually just going to do your log line right now right. and unpack all of it. You've been DJing for as long as I've known you. I've known you since basically since I moved out to LA in my early 20s. You have put me up on amazing shows, amazing venues all these things you and I have partied together in the sense of like going hard, whether that be with substances, women and all the other stuff. And now we're here five years, half a decade later, Crazy. different place, still going hard, still going hard, but you're completely sober and have gotten on a new path. And that hasn't changed your music. That hasn't changed your club persona. Who hard, who, uh, who hot hit is. So I want to go from, start to finish on this crazy, amazing transformation and how hard I know that is, especially being in the club scene. I mean, let's call a spade a spade. The venues you and I have been in together are the grungiest, dirtiest, nicest, funnest, <laughs> craziest experiences probably of both of our lives. It's, it's, it's kind of wild, right? We met in October Halloween party with Jacqueline Mallon and Amy McBray of October. Oh, shout of out, Amy of October 2019. That's when I met, we met Ethan and, wow. I, and Ethan was, Ethan was just making, I was cracking up like the whole time. I was like, this is LA. Like this guy's hilarious. I thought this guy was so funny. And, and of course, you know, a few months later, of course the pandemic happens and, you know, we, we all kind of were just doing our own thing. We started linking up, I think what later in 2020 or, or 2021 yeah. kind of found cross paths again. We were like, Oh my gosh, same circles once again. Or maybe it'd come over to like a, a rooftop party or whatever in downtown LA that, that we were throwing during the pandemic illegally. But we, you know, there's no yeah. you know, you still even the music out. You still got you got to get that music out. I don't know what song I was going do for. The, do yeah, the. Do that. <laughs> I'm not the DJ. Austin, cut me off. You spin the track. Keep going. Yeah. So, so how long were you DJ? How long have you been DJ? So my first live show was with two friends in 2018. 
Oh, that, that was that, that was a crazy entrance to the scene. Uh, it was on a boat cruise in Boston, 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 and uh, and and you know I was like really happy and stuff after that show. Kind of got my feet underneath me like really quick. Um, and then I quickly formed a duo with a, a friend from high school and college, Alex Earn. We formed a duo called Chova, which stands for Charlottesville, Virginia. And of course, you know, during during this time, you know, 2018, 2019, I was, you know, obviously 2020 and 2021, I obviously, you know, carried on throughout this career with um, a lot of drinking, a lot of substances and whatnot. But uh, the, the duo ended, you know, right as the pandemic started. Um, and then I realized, you know, hey, record label stuff was fun, management stuff was fun. And then in 2021. Um, I actually was kind of inspired by a few people who were hitting me up and saying, you need to come out of retirement and you need to DJ again. So I think Ethan's first show that you saw me was Avalon, right? With Hook yeah. and Slim. And so that was like a whole like re-entrance back to it. I was called and they said, you need to come out of retirement. We know that you used to play back on the East Coast at the number one club in the world, the Echo Stage at the time, you know, 3000 capacity club that would just sell out every night it was open. And so like, I was like, okay, well, um, I found that a lot of things in my life, you know, weren't really adding up in terms of like my health, uh, you know, my, my mental clarity, my, my vision for my project. It, it definitely seems to be like at odds with it, you know, each other when you're trying to like drink and have a good time. And at the same time, you're trying to like work on music, maybe the next day you right. just like are constantly faced with hangovers and Oh, just the worst. even even um, moments of depression and yeah. gosh since i stopped drinking you know over 600 days ago and doing coca you know december 31st 2021 that was the last day i touched those substances um my whole life has really changed and i i definitely felt um a coming back to my faith as well which has been absolutely huge in this journey now awesome you know we we all like slip up in other ways and i would have to say you know there's like I did slip up, you know, like in 2022 in terms of, you know, I like, you know, did a substance that I like know is a club drug. But like the thing is, it's not it, we all have our different battles that we're facing. Right. And I'm not afraid to admit like, hey, I've now been over a year without doing club drugs now as a whole. Um, but, uh, you know, it was a one time occurrence. I didn't even, you know, like really feel anything. But I was like, you know, what? that wasn't right. And now I'm even like off weed. So it's like, what is this new life that's like? It, I'm embarking on. I'm really happy about like the decisions I've made, but at the same time, everyone I do come across, I don't want them to think, "Hey, I'm better than you." That is not why I do this. This is not. Yeah. I'm I'm here to just show people that there is another way. There is another life out there, and that's pretty yeah. much my story. That's amazing. And honestly, for me, like it's understanding how you are able. Like it's it's a scene, regardless if you're sober or not. The instant you're behind those turntables or you're in that club. It's just, it's present. It's prevalent. And like you said, you're not aiming to be like, be holier than thou by not doing it and stuff. And you really like, I'm sure it's it's one of those hard conversations to have when somebody, when they're offering it to you. And I had done 75 hard earlier in the year and was not drinking or doing anything. And even those nice. conversations were like, it's just really hard to tell somebody like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sober right now. So I can only imagine what that's like in a club, a place where like it's written on yeah. the door when you enter drugs should be taken in every orifice so like i i can only imagine the struggle and then also i'm just curious now since you have been touring again and performing and all that like what is uh like what are some of the things that help you get through 
a performance or a night out like that without yeah. without any substance, whether it's alcohol. Like you get annoyed. Like, like I get annoyed of drunk people, like right. really easy. You know, or like you're sober and you're just like, please, like I'm just trying to spin my shit, lady. Like leave me alone. <laughs> They're, they're like mob. They're mobbing on you, and you're like, yeah, you know, yeah, I need an like, umbrella, please, I need like an umbrella out here, you know? Yeah, oh you, you need a fucking force field. <laughs> yeah, like you know, um, I need a lightsaber or something. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's really, it, it was really weird at the start. It was really weird at the start, but um, like I mentioned about the faith thing, that really played a huge part. I really was like, you know, Lord, like I really need help getting through this because this is a lot. This is just a lot for me. And yeah. I want to do something better for my life, but this is a lot right now. Like that, these people are a lot, and this is something I really love. And if I love DJing, and this extra stuff yeah. is a lot on the extra pressure, I had to figure out a way to balance it, and I found a lot of peace in that. The other thing is, is I also realized that um, taking care of like the physical made me not like I wouldn't say like intimidating, but like also. I'm six foot four. It really helps to like, you know, stand up straight, you know, be, be a man, like, uh, just be yourself, but not like really let people just like kind of come into your circle and stuff so easily. So people, I think, give me my space and stuff at shows. People can like shake my hand at me up and give me a hug, but they're also kind of like noticing that I kind of have my guard up. I'm not like my yeah. chest is out more so just like, you know, confidence. Kind of like, like you have a presence. So you're like, this is, yeah. And I think, I think people do notice that. And it's, I'm not saying like, I, I'm the only one that has it. I'm just saying it's, it's something that's kind of like a protection. It's, it's like my own way of like protecting myself, kind of having your guard up at all times, being yeah. sober. You can, see, you can see it coming. You can see threats come. I mean, do you, so, I mean, obviously you're very well in the space and you work with a lot of other people in the industry. Do you know a lot of other DJs that are also sober or like that work with you that are in that same space? Or do you find like, no, most of the people I work with still do everything. Right. And slash like when collaborating, say the people you are collaborating with are heavy into substances. Yeah. Like, does that ever impact the work you're doing? Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's a very interesting one. Um, basically, I would say that the overall the overall the good amount of people that i am working with right now happen to be people that are not involved with drugs so let's say let's put that out there first drugs okay um a vast majority of the people that i hang out with right now don't do drugs a lot of my friends still do drink but they don't get drunk so the thing is is i've found a new circle of people who are not overindulging and I, and that's, I think really what I was having a struggle with is, you know, like bump, 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 beer, 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 beer. Like it doesn't, right. it doesn't really like work out too well and stuff when you're like trying to communicate even in the studio. So I think I found a lot more people that were like, here's a beer, like here's a glass of wine. Let's go out to dinner rather than like, oh, I'll just see you at the, I'll see you at the pregame. It's like, is the only time we see each other on a Friday night. Yeah. And I think I think that removing a lot of the the circle that I used to be in, even almost being like told like you know hey like Austin you know you're going on this journey and stuff, uh you know we we're gonna go party and stuff. They probably don't want to join. No, I actually did want to still hang out with my friends. They all just think oh he's sober now so he's not gonna be fun. 
the last time I checked, yeah. you know, I, I go out and stand on the stage as if I'm not afraid of anything, you know, come on. Totally. Yeah, it's, which is hard. It's like finding those like on top of everything. And I feel like we've talked about this with a couple other guests, but just getting into that age as well on top of becoming sober and realizing just like priorities in life, like your connections, like your relationships with friends, family, like colleagues, people that you're collaborating with. You're just like, I would prefer like a solid connection and like, Hell, for like, your fan, real, like real people for your fans, even like you will have more genuine connections with fans than other artists that are blown out, whatever they're doing in their brain and stuff. So like, it's just it yeah. makes you kind of all around easier to approach slash have a genuine conversation with. And yeah, the part uh, uh, let's call a spade a spade. I'm one of those people that was a pregame warrior with you in many situations. And <laughs> I love a mean pregame. If I'm flipping cups, shooting cups, whatever it may fucking be. Mean but you, there was never a point because I have actually been with you through that entire tr- transition. I've been with you when we were pregaming together and also being at pregames where you just watched me be a bumbling idiot. Like that's, that's how it is. But you were always, your your personality, your personality always shined through. (laughs) Exactly. Like your personality always shined through and like, you're always good. Like you're a, like, what is it? You're, you're just this bright light in a room. So it like you being sober or not did not impact the way a pregame goes. So it's unfortunate the people who can't see that, but honestly, I think if there's anybody to learn from, you're this incredible balance of like, I'm still, down for a great time going to have a good time and actually the catalyst of a good time when you're djing and you're doing it completely sober i appreciate you know i appreciate the kind words from both of you guys like seriously um it's it is a blessing to have people also you know like yourselves who can like see this and also put this out on a podcast where it's like hey look like you know the world can see this and it'd be something that they can look to and say oh my gosh like Maybe I can try that. Um, yeah. It all started really? with just a little bit of influence from friends and a little bit of like self-realization too, self-awareness. Um, yeah. I have to give, you know, a lot of credit to, uh, you know, Evan Cudworth for even saying, I'm going to do a 30 day like sober challenge in January. And I was like four days before January 1st, I was like, maybe. So like these things like all influence yeah. and, and it comes to a point where, you know, Hey, how, how is this going to really affect my career? How is it going to affect my family? My relationships with my family members are so strong now. It, they used to not trust me. My relationships with women are a lot better. Um, you know, before I felt like I was just like kind of getting tied up with the wrong women, um, yeah. just being like drunk and like, you know, uh, whatever, like anything goes and stuff. Um, you, know, it, you know, you just maybe get in arguments and whatnot. It's just like, Silly, yeah. what are you going to do when you're 16 beers deep and have been browning out and stuff? You, you're probably not going to say the right words. You're probably going to get in some right. arguments. I know from experience. And, I've, I've never said the right word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, like, you're like, maybe I can hit, you know, the, the hole in one here. And you're like, no, no, your, your words are not making sense. Yeah, like, it's not, like a triple bogey. Yeah. You're really, unless you're, unless it was you, Austin, I don't know what it is. Like you, I could be the most upset in the room when I'm blacked out drunk, but I'd probably still say a nice thing to you. That's what I'm saying. You just radiate such positivity. It's even amazing. It is. It's pretty wild. And I mean, like, so for people who are a fan of, EDM and great DJs like Hot Hitter here. Like, no matter what his state of being is, sober or not, like his music's gonna fucking gonna pump slap. you. The energy is just going to get you absolutely rocking. I feel like, you know, also there's, I don't know why I feel like this. Maybe you guys don't or do, but there's a weird wave right now 
of, and maybe it's just my for you page on TikTok as well, but there's all these people in like early twenties to late twenties, even that are like, I'm going to become a DJ. And everyone's like finding things on YouTube, like become DJs and buying turntables and people pop up on my for you page that, that are saying, you know, I'm going to teach you to be a DJ in one week, day one, this is what you do. And I'm just like, oh shit. Okay. Could I? <laughs> Like, should so I? we should we we should and we should be under the tables DJs. I don't know if we could do that, but I did try and spin some shit on my iPad like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we get two, we <laughs> get two iPads know. under here, Austin. What do you think? We, I don't know if that went well, that would, but that would be amazing if you guys had a whole DJ set under the table. Right? That would be sick. We should have to get some lights. Yeah, and smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like no, just a, just a vape, you know, <laughs> just hit the vape. Yeah, and it's just, I'm just like blowing smoke up. Just, <laughs> yeah, like O's. We've got the whole thing. Yeah, like yeah we get the light show under here. Sick. We just have some groupies behind the camera. They just we we don't get them on you, camera. Yeah, <laughs> and hitting the phone light, you know, with the vape. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's it. But I feel yeah. like thinking about all these people trying to become DJs, like. They want to become like the Steve Aoki's and the chain smokers, like behind these sick tables, like partying all the time with all these different people and drinking and drugs. And I'm like, does that really look appealing though? Like, and you're just like living proof that you can still do those things and still live an amazing life and have amazing relationships with different people and be true to yourself, but also doing something that you love to do. And and how do That's you awesome. how do you like cipher through? Because I'm sure you're a collab. You like collaborating with people. I know some of the people you've collaborated with. How do you cipher through that right now? And honestly, Sierra, way to bring this up because I feel like this is a great segue to a question. Like, who do, who is just like the TikTok DJ or the dad has so much money they can be a DJ versus people you actually find are skilled and talented? Like, are you easily able to like cipher through that when you're working and collaborating with people? I mean. That's a that's a good question. I I, I would have to say that again, it's like having that guard up. You know, you want to like make sure that the the character of the other person is kind of like in line with what you're what you're trying to work with. Um, you know, you don't want to like work with someone who you know is like actively trying to make other people's lives worse, or someone who's just incredibly and overly selfish. Uh, you just don't see a good thing coming with that. You know, you, yeah. you're like, oh, let's step in the room and in their studio. Next thing you know, is like you work on a song and you never see the song again, and they go dark on you. And you're like, oh, gotcha. So oh, the, wow. that's yeah, that's that's something that's like, um, I definitely know a fear for a lot of other people, but for me, I've started to realize like, how did I get into this position? It's just from being too naive, and I think that yeah. when you don't have anything clouding your mind or your judgment you can see these things from a mile away and i i'm, uh, I'm not afraid to be yeah. like i'm good i had someone up hitting me up the other day who was like we're gonna be on a song together like dude i got you i was like send me a track and it was not good and i was like oh. and, and, it, and it was not it was <laughs> it was not it was not the same genre it was it was it was like hip-hop and he goes throw this in the rotation when you dj next saturday and i was like like uh dude you know edm i i don't just like start ripping uh, a hip-hop song that's like yeah not, <laughs> like, this isn't like lining up in my unless set it, unless it's me because i'm slim Rosie over here you know I'm, oh, the, kid, oh. and the kid the kid of course the, the dude is super confused as to why i said no super confused 
and you're just like wondering, you know, like this is actually how some people think is they're so caught up. Yeah. They're so caught up in themselves with 250,000 fake followers and like, you know, six likes in the page. And I'm like, dog, I may have met you once was nice enough to maybe like, you know, stay in touch with like a couple back and forth via the DMs, like a story reply or whatever. Yeah, sure. But like, this doesn't warrant this. (laughs) Yeah, it's not, it's not about the follow back, follow for follow thing. It's more so like, this kid just was like, I'm expecting you to play this in the set. And like, I don't, I don't even, I've never even met you like since that day. And like, yeah. you know, this is not your music. I was like, um, dude, I just like, don't play this music. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. So that's, that that's, again, that's the clarity, the the focus, the level, like where I'm like, okay, I can collab with this person, this person, this person is a good heart. I would like to work with them. And then I see the people who are, you know, not trying to be influential for the right reasons and going after the cloud. And I'm like, that is something I'm not about. Like, I'm not even, I don't really go on TikTok ever. Like I, I posted yeah. a few videos, I feel foolish for even signing up for this in the first place. <laughs> yeah, because you're, you're just a man of the people. You're a DJ in the club, you're a DJ tour in the country. Um, and before we get into your, we're going to have a completely unhumble moment for you where you get to pitch everything you're about to do here at the end of September, early October, all your shows. But before we wrap up the show, we like to do a segment called Rapid Fire. We're going to pose a question for you. You're going to choose myself or Sierra. You're going to say our names because it's an audio medium. Um, and uh, no worries. Don't feel bad about hurting people's feelings. This is the time gonna, to let your inner demons out, your anger out. Neither of us will be offended. Questions will start with the example one we always do is, who do you think of the two of us gets married first? Let's say Sierra. Wow. Well, okay. okay. Good for you. Hey, good for you. Today. I lost that one last time. She's been losing a lot recently. <laughs> Who do you think would pull a bigger crowd with a DJ set? Remember, I already told you my name, Slim or Slim Rosie. I did not know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, maybe Ethan on this one. Sorry. Whoa, yeah. let's go. The crowd's here for That's Ethan. Cheesy. The crowd goes wild. The crowd goes wild. That's who, cheesy. Who's like? Who's more likely to be a groupie? Could be it for any musician, any type. Yeah. Who's... Sierra, really? Ooh, no, that's totally. You yeah. a groupie? You're the groupie. Yeah, but I would, I'd be Eminem's groupie, so it would For be. Sure. It, it would be. <laughs> it'd be a little outlandish. Which one of us do you find will succeed and become more famous? Um, I, just because of uh, how long I've known you, Ethan. By you. Let's go. You yeah. think? Sorry, and, Sierra. That's okay. And lastly, <laughs> lastly, of the two of us. Which one of us would you let touch one of your turntables during a show? See, Ethan, you need some practice, bro. I'm going to go with Sierra on this one. Oh! I was like, no, he's going to pick Ethan because he knows him, but I'm gentle. <laughs> She'd be going, a little, little soft, little soft hitter, you know? <laughs> She's, she could be your soft hitter. The, the hot hitter is the DJ duo, you know? And That's we it. and for for her spelling, we could do we could do S A W F soft hitter soft hitter soft soft hitter right. That's a good one. That's it's better. All, than it's, little yeah, rosy, whatever. Sierra Sierra the soft hitter. I don't know about that. We're gonna have to work on the name. Workshopping, <laughs> workshop. But we're so workshop. We're right. wrapping up here, Austin. This is your platform. I'm holding you up right now. Everything you've got to promote, everything. I know you have the new singles out. I know that you're performing coming up. But do keep in mind, this is the end of September and early October. Tell us what you got going on in the world. Promote, promote, promote. This is your time to be not humble. All right, sure. 
So one of the things that I'm really looking forward to is uh, turning in an application for a you know, major network television series that I think I have a pretty good chance that, of getting. Let's go. Um, I've been I've been tapped by someone on the show and I've been in touch with the producer of the show. And I think that one of the things about my life that um, I'm pretty happy about is to continue again this this sober journey and to continue to be influential for people. So as I continue to play shows around the country um, and soon, you know, around the world, uh, if I add some shows this fall on that tour, um, I'm just excited to kind of just be a positive influence for people. And that's really what's most important in my life right now is, is to honestly just help people. The LA needs help. The world needs help. LA needs help. Yeah. And that's, I try to make a difference and it sometimes just comes from within. Right. Okay. It, I love that. It does. We're going to promote your socials. We'll play your music on Spotify. We'll play, blast the page and everything. Sierra, anything to wrap this episode up with? No, I think this is amazing. I just want to thank you for coming on and sharing your story and hopefully helping all the other people out there trying to be. Is that, is that what you make? As a... <laughs> and you were going to let her touch your turntables? Are you fucking kidding me? Wiki, wiki. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's the Jesus. touch. I have the touch, not the voice, okay? I'd imagine Ethan comes in. He's like, yo, what is this soup? <laughs> <laughs> that would be. That's it. I'm very curious. If that's if there's anything to know about me, I will touch buttons and knobs as often as possible. Yeah. Um, You're the best. Thank you so much for coming on, Austin. Um, And we're going to have to have you back under the table because you are in L.A., so we'll get you under this table, nice and cozy and comfortable. Maybe bring your turntables. <gasps> yeah, we could really DJ. We could really. Table. That would be kind of lit. That'd be dope. Is that a good yeah. DJ word, lit? Lit. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um, thank you so much again. Thank you so much thank for everybody who's listening, and we will catch you next week, everybody. Peace. Thank you, Sierra. Thank you, Ethan. Woo! You'll get none. You'll get none. You'll get none. I can't say that it gets to me, but every time I pull my head up, there's a flex of it. You'll get none. You'll get none. You'll get none, you'll get absolutely nothing Every time I get the breath to breathe, you're next to me Building up some press release to get none You'll get none, you'll get what? Oh girl Hell yeah, I'm up in this bitch, Zach up in this bitch I've arrived with a motherfucking bucket full of CDs I'm flying out my city and it's really something Bushmen, little buildings and the hills amongst them Tickets pop down Cause I'm feeling like a bigger stage A bigger wage Is coming from what's pumping in my ribcage I'm getting paid And nothing's new again I'm bragging for them dragging Now my dick again Yep, I came up out What I used to claim Back in blacker days Now I move the ball forward I'm cracking open pack of plays Dave, I'm pumped about your son, man Your one man That got me into music In the first place In the worst ways I, I wanna give your boy The gift of feeling right brain To know the love that mama Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.